Welcome to Thursday's edition of the Hometown Headlines Radio Edition. John Druckenmiller of HometownHeadlines.com and the Hometown Podcast Network. Thanking you for joining us today. A couple of quick program notes up front. Number one, please see our link later on today to the Druck Report podcast with City Commissioner Mark Cochran. Mark takes a closer look at Riverwalk, River District redevelopment, and changing our land use plan to be more pro-growth versus a no-growth plan. Also, we have another soundbite today from our earlier interviews on a direct report with Wendy Davis and Craig McDaniel, city commissioners, on other plans for Rome's future. No rant of the day today because of these other features, as we just mentioned, but we'll be back Friday with another rant. Also, thank you for your comments on Wednesday about our rant on the coronavirus situation. All right, our headlines this morning, they are not good. Number one, the Georgia State Patrol is investigating two accidents from Wednesday one, a fatal accident that claimed the life of a 17-year-old from Adairsville. The other accident, a 76-year-old man from Cedartown died on U.S. 27, just north of Cedartown. Those updates today. Also, dining news today. La Conquista Mexican Restaurant has closed in Armurchie. That creates another vacant restaurant spot along Martha Berry Highway. Also today, uh, from business news, CSL Plasma Office is taking shape at Division Street and Shorter Avenue. That's the former Rite Aid. Another CSL also is planned in the Dalton area. Politics today, Jay Shell announces he'll seek a new term for the Coosa District on the Floyd County Board of Education. By the way, qualifying for local offices is set for next week. Ware Mechanical Weather Center will not tell you anything you don't know. It is cold outside, wind chill already around 29 degrees. Uh, today's forecast colder with a high only of 47. There remains a very slight chance of snow and snow showers just before sunrise on Saturday morning. Public health news today. Georgia is working to make sure our health systems, first responders, county health departments, and others have the resources they need to respond to the coronavirus. Uh, from Buzz today, Rome police are going to release 2019 traffic stats and their goals for 2020. That'll be on March 12th. Also, St. Peter's is continuing its Lenten services, the prayer stations on the cross, some beginning tonight. Those details in Buzz today. Obituaries today, we say farewell to Harlan Leo Matthews, Mr. Charles E. McGregory Sr., Ms. Tamika Michelle Robinson, and Mrs. Early Lee Kilgore Sisson. We have public health restaurant inspection scores for you this morning. Also, don't forget, Greater Community Bank brings you Crime Watch from Floyd, Bartow, and Polk Counties. The arrest for the last 24 hours now posted on the website. Truett's Chick-fil-A sports update for you. Some busy nights here last night. Uh, high school news, the Chattooga boys advanced to the 2A Final Four. They're set to play again on Saturday. We have updates on local college basketball as well. Don't forget today, the Negro League's baseball presentation is set for the museum and later on at Barry College. Though detail in sports for you this morning. Rome Braves are starting a new season. Of course, they're hiring for that season as well. Don't forget, single game and all-star game tickets go on sale this Monday at the ballpark and online. Also a reminder from our community sports section, number one, Parks and Rec's spring sports registration ends tomorrow, Friday. And on March 14th, the Harbin Clinic Leprechaunathon 5K and 2-mile health walk returns registration is now underway. 
All right, a reminder again, no rant today as we have a fresh direct report podcast with Mark Cochran for you. Please give that a look. The rant will return on Friday. Also, don't forget, just following this, we have our latest soundbite. It's basically an excerpt from one of our earlier recordings with the Rome City Commissioners. That would include Wendy Davis and Craig McDaniel, so please enjoy that as well. We're back tomorrow with news updates and continuing updates all day today on hometownheadlines.com. This is John Druckermiller saying have a great day in Northwest Georgia. As always, we open and we close with the stylish renderings of Funky Druck from Mr. Style himself, Harry Musselwhite. Have a great day in Northwest Georgia. People are buying property again, and that is an indication that banks are loaning money again. So there's a sense of confidence out there right now that I haven't seen in probably seven or eight years uh, since the downturn. So I'm... I'm I'm very bullish on Rome, Georgia right well, now. That's a great year. By the way, congratulations on that. That's, that's awesome numbers. Ms. Davis, how about you? What are the takeaways you have? So um, I think um, to piggyback off what Commissioner McDaniel said, uh, talking about uh, growth and uh, and the fact that we were all, everybody, county commissioners, the city commissioners, all the staff, were in agreement that we want to grow. We want to make sure as city leaders that we're, uh, creating the right uh, atmosphere for growth, right? So uh, that cultivation, right? Like we've got the dirt, the right kind of dirt, uh, and the right kind of environment for. Um, Don't for, say dirt to a journalist. Maybe. Sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> for for folks to thrive, right? Sure. For businesses to thrive, for people to thrive, right? The the intangibles, uh, it, it you can't put a price on it, but you have to. Be, you have to include that in your calculus, right? Uh, you can't put, you know, a dollar measure on it, but you have to have those measures. And so when you talk about how um, admired Rome is within our Georgia Municipal Association community, that is absolutely true. But if we just sit back and go, hmm, we got the best Live, Work, Play Award three years ago, we rock, and and, and don't keep moving forward oh, yeah, with it. Saying. What right? So, lately, yeah. so a lot of times, um, you know, we you, in my mind, you see what another community is doing, and you figure out how you can take the positive pieces of that and, and make it work for Rome, right? Like give it the Rome twist. Um, and, and in some ways, our community hasn't always done that, right? Like if you look at our ULDC, which – what was that, 25, 30 years ago? It was a long time ago before I was paying attention to such things. Sure. And um, and and we, I'm all for hiring outside experts to do things that require outside experts. But we picked somebody who brought sort of a Gwinnett County 1990s mentality to putting together a development code for our community. And it was a stop growth because the fear in those metro Atlanta suburbs sure. at the time was they were growing too fast and they couldn't handle it. So the great news is last week we all went, whoa, we're all pro-growth. Yep. So uh, so let's take a look at this and figure out ways that we can change it. And that's responsive to both changing times. It's responsive to people in our community who have seen that there are obstacles there uh, for what they're trying to do with their businesses. And so I was really excited again about all the common sense there was about growth and then about quality of life. Um, I, my a new colleague, Mark Cochran, and his idea of the Riverwalk, um, since I've been hear hearing about that, right? Like I've been to Chicago, <laughs> I've sure. been to San Antonio, I've been to Savannah, and you I stopped by Augusta. Which is gorgeous, right? So, um, and and now have looked to 
what they're doing um, with their rivers. Actually, I was in Seattle, too, looking at what they're doing with their riverfronts or waterfronts and how they are making it not just a tourism thing, but an economic development thing. And our community tourism, right, are the cleanest cleanest industry sure. we've got, right? And the beauty of it is everything we might be doing to attract tourists actually improves the quality of life for the folks living here. So from the simple things about our trails, like you think about if you drive up in the mountains, they've got these scenic overpasses where you're supposed to stop and look out. Yeah. Oh, isn't it pretty there? We don't have that on our river trails right now. It's like our Good trails point. are by the river, but they're not embracing the river. So from just creating little nodes along our existing trails to down here in the downtown area, we have the opportunity that most cities don't. We have both sides of the river and we can find a way to make it more about interacting with the river, places for you to put in, places for you to just enjoy the water and not be like a backdrop, but be a part of what you're putting together. And just the the energy of the possibilities and the wonder and the, gosh, how big can we think um, that came out of that meeting is just thrilling to me. It's going to sound crazy. Walk us through the Riverwalk. What, what are we talking about? There's some good ideas there, but what I, I grew up real quick. I grew up in a city in uh, Florida, you know, near Cocoa Beach, Space Center, wherever it is, on the Indian River, and it was our playground. I mean, it was a big river, major, major mm-hmm. river, but still, you know, fishing, boating, whatever, you know. We camped out. We whatever it is, you know, we everybody had a dock or whatever, and it was just so cool. And here, when we moved, when I moved here, we moved here in 2002, I mean, driving over bridges, you'd look to your left, look to your right, and I never saw a kayak, never saw a canoe, never saw, of course, you know, it's not a big, I know it's not the major boats and all, but you never saw life. Now, CRBI and others have worked very hard to clean the rivers up, and I love what we've seen in recent years when you can see a rainbow of, you know, floats or whatever it is coming on down there nowadays, especially in the summertime and all. So we're getting back to those rivers, but really, what what else would we see as a so so bes- bes- besides the recreational use, which again have have just grown exponentially, frankly, since the folks from Riverdog came to town and start yeah. no. started not just selling paddle boards, but creating that culture of utilizing the river and their meshing with CRBI so beautifully um, has has been a great benefit to the quality of life in our community. But I want you to think about like a pier or a dock, I want you to sort of have that concept, right? Like when you go to St. Simon's, like if you go to St. Simon's and you don't go to the pier, that's unusual, right? Like it's a draw, it's a magnet. So in the same kind of way, there are all kinds of people who come to our downtown, who come to Broad Street, who never even necessarily come across and look at the river, right? Who don't look at that beautiful bridge with the flag, right? Like I always take everybody and some of my friends are like, it's weird. Why are you taking them there? I was like, because this is one of our biggest assets. Mm -hmm. So think about the Riverwalk being like a magnet to bring people down. Think about if we built it up. So it's not like just one dock or pier kind of thing, but all along downtown, you had that ability to be closer to the water and then it was drawing you there, right? Like in San Antonio, I was traveling by myself to the National League of Cities, right? Probably shouldn't have been walking as far as I was on the river walk by myself at night. But it was a mag. I, like, wanted to see where it went, yep. right? And so it's, it's just it's an opportunity to have businesses that are engaging with the river, mm. right? Think about rooftop um, restaurants that are looking out over the river. Think about what you get at the courtyard, right, by embracing the river, what Ira has done with the Hawthorne Suites, you know, turning his things toward the river. I just think we can magnify that. Good. 
Good point. Yeah, and I agree. I think back to the trails thing. I I made this comment at the retreat the other day. I uh, when I got on the city commission, I did not think of trails uh, in terms of it being an economic development uh, uh, issue, but it truly is. <clears throat> we bring people into the community, yes, and and it's not just millennials, but people. Uh, who come into the community. Now, we've looked at a lot of different communities. We've been to Greenville and <clears throat> a lot of different places that have trail systems, went to Asheville. But what we have the potential of doing here because of our proximity to the Pinhoti Trail and Civil Comet Trail, if we keep working, and we've got City of Rome and Floyd County and City of Cave Spring on board, we've got a committee working on it. Uh, Bill Temple chairs that. But we've got the potential uh, to do some connectivity that really and truly will drive people, uh, or they will drive to Rome to walk, I guess. And uh, I think that's a huge plus. Our river, I mean, I'd, uh, I've been to Columbus twice, and um, I've been very familiar with what they've done along the river there, but they had corporate investment of about $220 million down there, oh, wow. total systems, Synovus and Aflac, and some other deep-pocketed individuals or corporate entities. Um, wrote checks and they did their symphony hall and then they've done the river. I mean, they basically have made a white water thing down there. And one of the old warehouse buildings that we looked at uh, the last time I went down with a chamber on an inner city visit, they've turned that into loft apartments now. Oh, nice. And uh, so there's so much potential. you got to figure out who's going to pay for it. Um, and it always works best if you have private sector in investment and and so uh it's a plan i i mean i will say i think we've done we built our city on the river we have a huge river walk on that side of the river uh this is kind of an open screen here we can basically design this um you know this side of the river any way we want to do that the west side of, and um, but i think there's potential there again the good thing about the things that we talk about um, we don't have we don't have anybody on the county commission poking their finger at the city and saying you guys are dumb you shouldn't be doing that we just don't operate that way anymore and um, I think we both worked on SPLOS projects uh, over the years and the committee process works and I think if we can get some of these good ideas before a, a citizens committee uh, bring them to fruition um, I, I'm all for that. Uh -oh. well, are we, we talking about the next splash here? Well, so so we may be talking about the next splash. Um, to me, obviously, it matters how you're going to get there. It matters how you're going to pay for it. Um, there are wealthy people in this community. There are people who will be willing to invest in this community who may not be in this community yet, right? To me, figuring out, we don't even know what it'll cost yet. Right. This is an idea. And we need to explore this idea and expand on this idea 